Welcome to the PCL Podcast. On today's show, we've got L.A. Phil Orgasm, we've got Erica Heisler, and then we've got Speak Pipes, baby. Let's do it. Welcome to the PCL Podcast, everybody. The show about a rock band from Southern California. My name is Kyle McGraw. And I am Jake Sperland. And I'm the co-host. Together, we are PCL. So this podcast is about our band, putting out music, and having a damn good time while we do it. On today's show, we uh, we got some updates for you. Uh, so we're no longer doing micropods. We, uh, we have all of those uploaded to our website um, if you want to check those out. Um, we're doing more full-length podcasts, but we're going to do it twice a month as opposed to every week. Um, and in these upcoming episodes, we talk about having a Patreon. Uh, we do not have a Patreon. I just want to make that clear. If you want to get the bonus content, head to pclbandca.com slash bonus hyphen content. And for five bucks a month, you can get everything that we would have put on a Patreon. We, uh, we released PCL Bar recently. That is uh, pretty fucking kick-ass. Uh, mm-hmm. You want to talk a little bit about that, Jake? Yeah, uh, PCL Bar is essentially it's a theme song that Kyle had written, and we just use it for our PCL Bar videos that we release on Instagram. I'm kind of I'm kind of pissed that we didn't add like another verse to it because now we have we have to keep our bartending videos to a tight 46 seconds. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the L on that one. I know that's. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, the song's actually fucking sick. This song's pretty fucking sick. I think the the coolest part about it is just the story. Yeah. Like how like how it came and like why you wrote it. I think yeah. that's the best part of it. Speaking of coming, we're going to talk about uh, L.A. Our only fans? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's also on our bonus content. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, this, this past week, uh, I mean, literally today, like before we started recording this intro... Uh, LA Times put out an article saying that a woman had a full body orgasm during the LA Phil performance. I guess they were performing uh, Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony, and uh, yeah, she just fucking came. <laughs> have you have you listened to any Tchaikovsky before, Jake? Not until right before this podcast. I mean, it's nice. I don't go out of my way to listen to classical music, but I definitely appreciate it. You should, man. I mean, and after this, like, clearly, clearly there's something to it. I would never just, like, put it on my phone and listen to it in the car. I'd want to, like, either see it in person, like, for right. a performance, or, like, watch it, like, how I have it on YouTube right now, where I can actually see the whole performance and just see all the people that are playing and the and the crazy dude going like that. The conductor. Don't, no, cl- yeah. no clue what he's doing. No, yeah, the crazy dude. I wonder what it was, because... On the LA Times article and uh, and TMZ, I guess no one could get a statement from this woman that fucking I guess just came all over the place. <laughs> they interviewed some some other person in here. I think this is my favorite part of the of the article. So I saw I saw the girl after it happened, and I assumed that she had an orgasm because she was heavily breathing, <laughs> and her partner was smiling and looking at her. Like I think if. <laughs> <laughs> I could just, I'd just be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. 
or maybe maybe have you ever seen those ads for like uh getting like getting your girlfriend the the remote control vibrator mm-hmm. maybe maybe the dude was like controlling that or mm-hmm. something and like it was just getting to like a loud part and he thought that yeah. th- that it would fucking like block the sound you know what i mean they had a, like, like a pre uh a preset tempo to the vibrating yeah, yeah, it was it was synced up. And basically the the climax of the song was going to be her her climax. It was going to be her climax. Yeah. I know that's fucking crazy. <laughs> I can see that being the reason, but then again, uh I don't know if I've told you this before, but I had a uh I had an instructor in college and mm-hmm. he uh we were we were like studying the score, the soundtrack for American Beauty and this dude literally in front of a bunch of college students just started fucking crying. And he was just like, it's so beautiful. So, I mean, music, music's powerful, man. It is. We're going to make a t-shirt and our, basically our new slogan is PCL bringing you full body orgasms since 2018. I love that. Absolutely. That is, that is gold. I just literally imagine like it's fucking like coming to the climax and she's just oh oh god the the fucking the piccolo it's so nice and then like you know she's just fucking (laughs) the piccolo (laughs) and then i just picture the string section just like dropping their fucking bows you know people just like like in awe yeah i mean and then there's just like a fucking standing ovation like a round of applause for the conductor, of course, because Absolutely. that's pretty fucking impressive, dude. Um, I mean, if you're Tchaikovsky, I would take that as like the ultimate compliment. He was probably like the Justin Bieber, like back in the day. I mean, just you imagine know? your music so good that you make people have full body orgasms. <laughs> that's fucking amazing. I still think there was some, uh, there was some electronics involved in it. But still excellent it, timing. Excellent timing. Yeah. Bravo. Good for the From what people are saying lady. in this article, they're like, and her partner was smiling and looking at her in effort not to shame her. And then the person's like, it was quite beautiful. Okay. I want to pull up full body orgasm. LA Phil. And I'll play this. As long as there's no copyright stuff. Okay, woman allegedly has loud and full body orgasm. It was what what gets me is that like it wasn't Tchaikovsky's fourth, but as soon as he added the fifth, that's what fucking got her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like one finger, no. Two finger, no. Three finger, four finger, no. They but want the whole fist. Whole fist, yeah. The whole Tchaikovsky's <laughs> fist. What if it would? What if they're playing Tchaikovsky's fist? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I don't know if you'll be able to hear this. Orgasm at the orchestra. This is fucking amazing. Can you hear this? Ah! <laughs> That is intense. That was great, but you know, you know what's even uh, you know what's even better than that. What's that? I was driving around with my brother. We're over by uh, over by the Hollywood Bowl, and you know there's billboards and stuff. La Phil coming back to the Hollywood Bowl, whatever, whatever you're saying. And 
and Cody was like, who's L.A. Phil? <laughs> like, he thought it was a guy. Like, imagine <laughs> just like some little dude Phil? named L.A. Yeah, like little Phil. But there's just some dude, L.A. Phil. Like, I picture him being like a like a homeless person just fucking walking around with like a machete or some shit. L.A. LA Phil. Phil. Yeah. There he is. There he is. On today's episode, we got uh, we got Erica Heisler with us. We're going to be talking about uh, about her creative process um, with designing uh, the PCL Bar artwork. Um, we're going to talk to her a little bit about AI and art. We're going to make some art with AI using uh, Dolly. And Erica's going to do a PCL Bar for us later. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we got Erica Heisler. My fellow musicians, my fellow producers and all victims of Western Digital Products. I'm here today to help save you a lot of grief and a lot of heartache in the future and hope that you learn from my mistakes. Stop fucking buying Western Digital Products. A couple months ago, my Western Digital hard drive got the click of death. And uh, I was I was nervous. You know, I, I've had four years worth of music and personal projects on it. Um, so I was looking online, looking for a place to take it. I found this recovery company and they wanted $500 up front just to take a look at it, just to open it up and see what had happened. Now they had said that they had a 100% success rate with this particular uh, Western Digital brand in the past. Um, little did I know they had only worked on three prior, uh, but that's besides the point. They later said that their success rate was 60%. But either way, I spent the, I spent the money and found out that they couldn't recover anything. I don't want you to make the same mistake I did. I'm hoping this will prevent this from happening to you in the future. This is what I want you to do. If you own a Western Digital Drive, take all of your files, back it up onto an SSD or something like Dropbox, and take your Western Digital Drive and use it for something useful. Target practice. Pull. Well, as you can see, did not blow it to smithereens, so we're going to need to figure out how we're going to take this motherfucker down. What do you think, Jake? C4. We're going to fucking blow it up. <laughs> All right, so we just got back from the shooting range, um, and as you can see, uh, it's a shitty fucking hard drive, but I guess it's pretty durable. We're going to see if it works now. No click of death. Well, it doesn't work, but we still have one mission. Destroy this fucking drive. See you next week on Western Digital Sucks Ass. Welcome back to the PCL Podcast, everybody. We are now joined in the studio by Erica Heisler. She is a digital illustrator and graphic designer. Erica, thanks for being here. Charmed. <laughs> she uh, actually flew in from Austin, Texas, just to do this podcast. Is that right? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, she's not from here or anything. It's not like Christmas Eve tomorrow or anything. It's just, I'm just here. Yeah, I know. She's uh, being very generous with her time. Well, we wanted to talk to you about uh, the artwork that you did for us. We love it. It's great. Thanks. Um, before we were on air, we were actually talking to Erica about giving the listeners a discount if uh, if you guys needed some artwork done. Just head on over to Erica's Instagram and uh, DM her the code word 90% off and you'll get a fat <laughs> discount. 
Whoa. <laughs> is that is that not accurate? 90% off of what? Uh, I don't know. What services do you offer? 90% off Imagine. the tax. The California tax. You just just charge the them California, California tax. Any yeah. other state, no. Mm-hmm. That does kind of tie into what we're going to be talking to you about a little bit later. Artificial intelligence and actually paying a like quality price, you know, for quality artwork, which you gave us. Do you want to like run us through the process of that? Yeah. So as far as like your guys' artwork, um, I think it was pretty, you had an idea. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of easier to come up with like a little bit of a draft just because you knew like you had something in your head already, which is kind of, it's easier to work with clients like that than people are like, that are like, well, I don't, I don't know, know what I want. Right. You know, I kind of want this, but I'm not really sure. Because then at that point, you're kind of just guessing and you're going down one avenue when they're thinking something completely different. Right. That's not what they want, you know? It makes sense for people that don't really have like that much of a creative mind to be like, I have no idea what I'm looking for. I yeah. just want to see what you could do. But I could also see how that would be very frustrating. Yeah, especially when it's like, you have the title as graphic designer or digital illustrator right. and you have like your medium and the way that you make art and they want you to do something that doesn't look like what you've been working on, like what you're strong in, what your craft is. Right. Cause then they're like, Oh no, I'd, I kind of want it like this instead. And it's like, okay, but that's kind of like going away from what I'm strong in. Right. And you're kind of just asking me to do something mm -hmm. falling under the umbrella of graphic design. Yeah. That's not really right. like, cause they came to you yeah. Because they like they saw your style. What I made. But and then, then they they're want like something completely different. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's just kind of like I would say a loss on both ends because I'm having to overcompensate for what you want and they're trying to like figure out how they can explain to you what they actually want. Right. So yeah. But as far as your guys' artwork goes, you gave me like a paragraph. We talked on the phone. Mm -hmm. You had an idea. I wrote stuff down. Um, and then I came up with a little bit of a draft and I sent it to you, um, just kind of used Google Im images of like the neon style, like bar signs, kind of like beachy vibes, like giving the idea that it's like right on the coast, like mm -hmm. you're a Southern right. California, like alternative band. That's kind of like what I was trying to portray. Part of my specialty is uh, I like to like make things move just a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, like GIF, if you mm -hmm. will. So I was seeing how I can like add that in, you know, like have the sign flash and maybe have like birds fly around or whatever right. and just small things that kind of like bring it to life. So it's a little bit less of like a flat image and more of like bringing you into the vibe. So and speaking of uh, something that's not a flat image, you put those uh, bikinis on the beach, too. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that was a that was a great call. C cups minimal. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Maybe even D if we're lucky. I don't know. G double oh, Z. Oh yeah. I Who mean, knows? Yeah. That might fill the entire screen though. Yeah. <laughs> so this is like um the cover that I came up with. Amazing. Um, so that's what we started with. That's what I sent mm -hmm. you. And then you were like, I want to make it like uh like a Spotify preview for when you click on the song. So my idea was just kind of like lengthening. Right. So it's kind of like, this is the focus. This is like the cover. And then I kind of wanted to just like zoom out a little bit so you can see more of like where it belonged, I guess, in the world. And so that's how I kind of came up with like. So did you. So, yeah. And it's great. We love it. Um, 
you absolutely murdered it. Thanks. <laughs> and I, I love the process of working with you. You're like, hey, this is what I'm thinking. And you literally sent us like sketches. Yeah. Where like, have you ever sent a sketch like that to a client? And they're like, no, that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. Like, it's not it. 100%. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Not like it's insanely like, no, scrap that. Let's start from scratch. It's more of like, uh, like, well, something I get a lot is, are you going to add color? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, I told you this is draft number one. <laughs> right. Like, I don't want to add color if you want me to go a completely different route, you know? Right. So it's kind of like, let me do the least to give you an idea of where I'm headed before I like invest so much time in, and yeah. like doing the design. So basically it's like most important to get the, the, the bones, like the structure, right. the solid like design. You got to get that approved yeah. first and then you're like, okay, let's do colors. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. Did you study art in college or anything? Or has yeah, this always... I went to I went to College of the Canyons oh, and did? I did. Yeah, I did um, graphic design as my major. Okay. I only got associates just because art school is really expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just gonna stop here and see how much I can teach myself after I graduate. But I learned a lot as far as like perspective and light and. Mm -hmm. Cause I, you have to take like all the basic courses of art. So illustration. And I did like, um, a human drawing class where you have to draw people naked. Okay. There's like That's actual UC? naked people. Yeah. Actual naked people. Nobody told me. So when he, they came out, I was like, uh, like what you have to, they, they pose there for like hour plus and you're just drawing different angles of them, like fully and nude, yeah. which was very different for me. But I, it was nice. Cause you kind of understand like. Just how body structure yeah, and exactly that's that's crazy. Actually, yeah, I, have funny, I have a funny story about that. Um, I was looking for one of my classes and it was on a this. I went to Academy of Art in San Francisco nice. and uh, I don't know. It was on like floor eight. This one class start of a new semester. And I walked in like. I walked into a class where they were drawing some naked dude and I walked in <laughs> and I just looked like it was just straight up just butt cheeks. And I was like, <laughs> I don't yeah. think this is music for virtual reality. No. <laughs> it might've been. You're like, Oh, sorry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, do you get over that though? Kind of. I mean, I don't know. Like there was this one time, like the guy was sitting like directly in front of me and I just staring straight down the barrel and at I was his, like, at his cock. <laughs> just two circles because it was literally like straight down and I was like 20 minutes this guy's just right in front of me and like I don't know you just gotta like did he like laugh or smile or no they're like really serious about it like they, they like take it very seriously yeah they just it's <laughs> the models art. take it seriously yeah like it's it's a form of art so yeah, they pose sure. they like do all these weird things and try and like challenge the illustrators, which I think is cool, but it is cool. Yeah. Very wild. Do they ever ask to like see it afterwards? Like um, see what you drew? They walk around They're I naked. Think, yeah. They? No, they have oh. like a robe. They have a robe, but yeah, I mean, I don't remember. I think they've, they walked around a few times, but it was so long ago. Are they ever like, wow, that was, that was super generous. Like, are you a gener <laughs> Are you generous with your art? Like when you're I drawing, I try to be. I kind of feel dick? bad, like, because you have to get the proportions right, or it looks like weird. Like, you have to get it down pretty well. And in the beginning, like, I was really like, I'm not into drawing faces, or mm -hmm. like, it was like really awkward for me. So like, oh, I wish I brought my sketchbook because I still have it. Um, but it's just a lot of like, they'll time you, like, okay, take two minutes for this sketch, five minutes for mm -hmm. this sketch, like. 
you're forced to kind of like gesture and do all that stuff. Right. But there's only a few that I'm really proud of. The other ones I would never show them just because like <laughs> I feel bad. <laughs> like, that's not how I perceive you. you. Feel it's just how I like drew it. Or- what? You feel bad for them? or I feel, feel bad, bad for them looking at oh, okay. what they think is how That's I funny. see them, which is like, I just, just like, I'm like, you draw one with like a knot out. in it. Yeah. With like a sailor's knot or something. Yeah. Oh, so, the faces were the worst. That was, that's hard for me. <laughs> so you went to COC. How, how did you get into this? Honestly, I started out at COC as a software development like major. Okay. And I thought I liked it because I took a web design class in high school and I thought code was like really cool mm-hmm. and I wanted to learn it. And then I realized like how much math is behind it. Yeah. Algebra. I failed that yeah. shit. <laughs> Which is not how the design class was. It was very like front end. Mm-hmm. So when I realized it wasn't like that, I ended up going on the other route and did graphic design and then ended up liking that Mm -hmm. a lot more. I literally bought myself an iPad to take notes for my software development and then started sketching in it. And I was like, oh, I like this more. So then I started just doing random drawings like on the Adobe like Mm -hmm. programs and stuff. So did you ever do kind of any creative things before that? I mean, yeah, here and there. But I I guess I didn't really realize like that's kind of like a route you can go. Mm-hmm. Like I know people have always done it as a hobby, but I kind of was just like that never crossed my mind until I started drawing on the iPad and I was like cuz I used to draw when I was younger, but it was always just like random sketches in a book. Like mm-hmm. I never like showed them off or anything. Like I just kind of thought it was just But I, I mean, I'm sure you went time. like you went to COC with some skill already, you know? Yeah, like, I mean, so you had a very minimal, very minimal. I learned a lot of stuff through the classes that they offered. As far as like for Adobe products, like there's a lot to it. Mm-hmm. So even just like scraping the service and learning like the basics, it like kind of helped me realize like, oh, I, I'm capable of doing this. Yeah, and then I could... started like thinking of things that I could make and do based off of like what I was learning in school. Right. So that's kind of where everything kind of just opened up for me was through college, I guess. So digital illustration, do you have like, I mean, your, your artwork. And if you guys want to go check it out, go to illpasta.com. You could see all of Erica's stuff and it's, it's amazing. But what I was getting at was this like style that you draw in is like, it's very unique. Mm -hmm. I feel like I don't think I've seen anything else like, quite like this you know what I mean do you have like any influences like who are who are some people that you look up to well I started out like kind of just doing it mm-hmm. but um when I was in art school I started seeing stuff on Instagram that's kind of like where I started seeing artists like um Rhymes Like Dimes Mason okay. London like those people I was like this is so cool just illustrating like that and kind of just creating this world that's similar to like ours, but the way they see it, you know? Right. And I remember like showing my portfolio to one of my professors and I was like explaining Rhymes Like Dimes and Mason London. And I was like, I don't know. It's so cool. And she was like, well, then make it. And I was like, yeah, I guess. Like, <laughs> it's but cool. You can't this, just like do it, but I guess you can. So I think this definitely fits in like the same category as Rhymes Like Dimes. Yeah. He's top tier though like that yeah, guy is he's, extremely he's talented if only i look at his stuff and i'm like damn like yeah 
He's so cool. <laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah. He he's a he's solid. Yeah. Um, but you are too, and I think Thanks. that it is time to uh, take a quick break. We'll be right back, and we're gonna we have a fun segment two planned. Welcome back, everybody. We are talking to Erica Heisler. Um, we have a guest star in this segment. Motley, say what's up. Are you talking? Nice. Nice. I think the last thing on the agenda, there's a couple a couple things, but the one of the things I, I'm like really interested in uh, talking to you about is art and AI. As of recent, you know, everyone is doing those uh, portraits of themselves. Um, there's various apps and softwares that can create images with, you know, just using a simple phrase. And then, you know, it comes up with something that is spectacular. Uh, I, I guess I just wanted like coming from three creatives, just I wanted to talk to both of you guys about how we see it in our fields and I guess discuss the pros and cons surrounding it. There's one instance in, uh, in particular there, there's this article, there's this dude that won a contest just to give you guys some, uh, backstory and context. Um, he won a digital contest uh, and $300 blue ribbon, all of that sort of stuff. Um, and he used AI to create the product. I'll put it up on the screen now. Um, and people were pissed off about it, but he wasn't breaking any rules with the guidelines of the competition, allegedly. Um, what do you, what do you guys think about that? Erica first? I mean, I could see it from the standpoint of people who were participating in the comp competition being like really upset just because they put their own thought and process into it because AI kind of helps a lot. Right. But it's also creative because you worked around the rules and mm -hmm. kind of True. developed something that won. But I don't know. I mean... It's tricky because it could go either way. Like it can help a creative who's maybe stuck in a certain area of their process, but it also can be abused, mm -hmm. which is with right. anything. You know what I mean? I, to I totally agree. Yeah. So I think it's kind of more on like a situational basis because I think there's a lot of benefits to using AI. I think it opens up a huge door of stuff that's just... I don't know, you're able to access a lot more information to create something that maybe 
you couldn't come up with on your own. But I don't think that's like a negative thing that you mm. needed help. Right. It's more of just like I would be transparent about it and be like, yeah, I, I use AI to help me. I didn't come up with this on my own. Like, mm-hmm. And like hog all of that credit because I think that in the art community that's a very big thing is just Absolutely. like I made this I did this you know and I did I have read like you know AI kind of grabbing art from artists mm-hmm. to generate stuff like outcomes mm-hmm. you know and that's crazy that yeah. sucks but like, I don't it, really know how you would go around that you know once it, it's out there it's out there yeah it can't it can't create anything new um, so it, it'll pull from famous artists, you know, and it's got a ton of algorithms and stuff yeah. where it will compile all the, I don't know how it works in the background, but it just puts together these crazy images that like, when you look at them, you're like, that's pretty cool. But I think like for me personally, um, it's, I think there's a fine line, like you said, like you could use it as a tool. So I think if you do hit a roadblock and you're like, huh, like what's wrong with this thing I'm illustrating right here? Like I can't get the lighting right. I can't figure out how to um, do some sort of technique. So you like type into an AI chat thing. Can you give me some answers on like lighting perspectives or how can I work around this? problem that is currently prohibiting me to completing this idea right yeah um i think this dude that just here this is what it looks like well jake you already saw it. you're looking right at my screen <laughs> wait looks so that's the cool. ai that you typed in no no no. this is this is what that oh dude that's won. what the guy won that's that's the and yeah, that's he, wild. i guess he didn't he didn't want to like mention the phrase that he typed in but he the, illustrated it. No, 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 no. He literally just typed in a phrase and the computer spit that Ooh. out and it and it won. Hmm. It's like yeah. space opera something in the whatever century it is. And that's, that's cheating. That's yeah, cheating. I mean, that's I, it'd be different if it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to use that as a reference image mm-hmm. like for my illustrations. Right. And still come up with something it with like your, your own medium, but to just like copy paste it is like, right. It's like paying somebody to write your essay. Yeah. You know, like, like artists, your name on it. artists steal from each other. That's just like the nature of, of art, you know, is yeah. like you get, you have influences and you, yeah. but that's um, the key. It's influence. Right. It's you not completely ripping it off. Right. Yeah. You like everything's been said before. Mm-hmm. Right but it's never been said by you. So that's what's important about it. Um, I think my, like one of my biggest concerns with art generated by a computer is that it does kind of remove the like human connection from it. Yeah. So I see your art, right. And I want to learn more about you as a person and your history, you know, like your, like how you, got into the field in general i look at this thing and i'm like well like at first it it looks cool Mm -hmm. yeah it just kind of ends there like it doesn't really go any deeper there's no story behind this you know what i mean yeah with with like michelangelo or da vinci or fucking van gogh like those big artists they have stories behind their art 
Yeah. And there's nothing really. But I feel like that's why AI can still exist with, I don't think it can kill art for that reason, because it's like, it's exactly what you said. It can't develop something new. So uh-huh. in order for it, it to be able to continue to create stuff new, that's new, it has to start with somebody right. creating something and putting it out there. Because so it makes it a little bit more challenging, but I think in general, just the art community, it's become really challenging to create something new and like just different because there's so much access to everyone's art that it somehow plays into mm-hmm. everyone's projects. You know what I mean? So I think it's just the, it's the times mm-hmm. like everything gets a little bit harder, but that it kind of makes it a little bit more unique and authentic when you're able to come up with something that's from your own mind than right. not using AI. It's more, almost more appreciated. Mm-hmm. So yeah, absolutely. And I, it makes I know- it more, you know, I know I, I saw a lot of uh, a lot of people um, like that were just outraged by everybody posting their AI portraits oh, yeah. and stuff. Um, they're like, oh, you guys are going to spend eight dollars on an app to create a, a pro or a portrait of you when you could actually spend money and support an artist doing that, you know? But I mean, there's no artist that would do a portrait of somebody for $8. Yeah. You know, I mean, that one AI wins. It's a war. Yeah. <laughs> that battle was won by AI. Uh, yeah. Next I th- one, maybe I, not. I think we could use it as a tool to like get sketches and help us um, overcome roadblocks. Yeah. And stuff. I think it helps with ideas for sure and brainstorming. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing at all. I think definitely it's a tool that can be used, Mm -hmm. but like everything, it can be abused. So, right. Yeah. I don't think it's going to like take over or anything like that. Like for music example, like you you really think people are going to just going to go out and listen to an AI generated pop punk song. Well, that's, that's the thing. It's like, it's but missing I feel like, the human like, just connection. For that example, yeah, there's a human connection behind it. Like people mm-hmm. want to go see them perform. They want to see what they're doing in their daily lives or whatever. Right. So, but it's like you start with the song, and mm-hmm. then you have maybe like an artist who likes the song mm-hmm. that remixes it or takes it and reproduces it like anything else. Like mm-hmm. it's still art. You know? Yeah, it's like their version of it. They are able to perform it because it's like their own version of it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think it's, for now, it's cool. It's chill. Yeah. For now. Until, until it's not. <laughs> until it's not. Until but it's not. We're not there yet. So, <laughs> that's the futurist problem. We don't have to deal with that right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, I actually wanted to do something with you guys on air, on the podcast. Um, so, we are going to use the same software that this dude used to... Uh, to win this blue ribbon contest, competition, whatever. Um, and we are all going to create our own pieces of AI art. And we want the uh, we want our audience, we want you guys to vote on which one you guys like the best. And you could do so via SpeakPipe. Let us know or email it to us. Um, 
Yeah, let's do it. Do you guys have it all pulled up? Mm-hmm. I have it ready. Okay, so I don't know this what I do. this is the criteria. Okay. So basically, if you if you're looking at these other examples, it says you you type in the type of art that you want, right? So this one says 3D render of a cute tropical fish in an aquarium on a dark blue background digital art. So it says 3D render digital art and then describe what you want. So we're going to have to come up with our own phrase of a type of art. Um, We're going to give everybody a couple minutes of time to do uh, some research. But for this competition, we all have to present our art to each other and explain why it's better than everybody else's. (laughs) Uh, Okay. Okay. Let's do a time lapse right now. And we are back for the PCL podcast. Uh, We got Erica Heisler with us. Yo. Okay, so just to recap, we we are using this, um, this AI software called Dolly, D-A-L-L hyphen E, uh, to create a computer generated image. And we want you guys to let us know what, which one of these is the best. You can vote on it. Let us know in an email or a speak pipe, which one is the best. Jake's going to go first or actually go first. All right. I'll go first and I will, uh, the best goes last. The best goes last. Okay. <laughs> so this is what I am Oh wow. doing. Wow. It is uh it looks pretty cool, huh? Yeah, that's yeah. It kind of looks like a Led Zeppelin cover a little bit. Yeah. But basically what I typed in was a Michelangelo style art um depicting the aftermath of nuclear war with aliens overseeing the destruction. Wow. Um, and yeah, th- this piece of art should win because this dude's obviously anatomically correct. This green guy. <laughs> That's that looks the like Shrek. Yeah. He looks like the Grinch. The he's Grinch got, and Shrek, Shrek had a baby. He's got eyes for titties. He's got a nose for a belly button and he's got a mouth for a penis. Maybe that's a vagina. I don't know. And then we got some other crazy fucking things right here going on here. Um, this is obviously a, uh, a monolith right there in the center, um, which is obviously how aliens can get around. Um, got some cool looking people there. And we got a turtle in the middle. We all know that the earth is resting on a turtle. And obviously the aliens decided to save the turtle before nuclear war wiped out the planet. Mine should win because it's obviously going to be the best. All right, Erica, you want to go? Okay. The tough decision, a lot of good contenders, but this one here. Here we go. Okay. So my caption is a 3D rendering of Danny DeVito as the Starbucks mermaid on a coffee cup. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) That's pretty fucking accurate. So not really sure where the blonde's coming from. I'm actually not even sure where the Danny DeVito is coming from. (laughs) 
Is that, is that even Danny DeVito? Yeah, that doesn't it? even look like him. I don't know. It looks like him what does morphed it say? like 50 times. It says DW in N backwards. Okay. A O N S and then D E. I don't know. A L L Dell. I don't know. Oh, so yeah, it's not even like, it's not yeah. even English or even uh, any sort of. Yeah. But essentially language. it's a, a 3d face pumping out of a coffee cup with blonde hair coming from Danny DeVito's head. Could you imagine like <laughs> me holding this? And it's Danny DeVito's face. Yeah. And he's actually like popping out of it. <laughs> Like biting your finger if you... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're all kind of... Oh, you got other ones too? <laughs> yeah. There's a bunch. I mean... That guy right there, that that second one that you just showed us? Yeah. Like, imagine that's how you had to drink your coffee. That dude pops out of the top. And he like and spits then, the coffee spits, out. Yeah. He like, <laughs> you got to French kiss Danny DeVito to drink your coffee. And then apparently this is what the Starbucks mermaid actually looks like. It's <laughs> so weird looking. She's <laughs> a starfish. Yeah. I would give that um, a four out of 10 as far as the generate. Please don't pick mine. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know. Yours is better than mine, I think. I think we could have done better. AI, AI could have done better. Yeah. I'm a little disappointed. AI could have done better if... Uh, if it was Internet a real works. artist. Or if Danny yeah. DeVito had like a better looking face, maybe. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> True that. <laughs> um, all right, Jake, what do you my... got? <laughs> so this is this is mine. Oh wow. That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah. That actually looks like something you would draw. I know. <laughs> Wait, this that's dope. It was a I put a traditional tattoo style of an alien wearing a Christmas sweater. Drinking a cocktail or sipping a cocktail at a space resort. They obviously didn't get the space resort, but I think the Christmas theme looks pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It looks like something that you would draw, but like, look, like, tell me actually what revisions would you give to the, to the AI? Well, make the lines a little bit more crisp. <sighs> the cocktail looks like guacamole. It's an alien cocktail. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. They drink guacamole. They drink guacamole. <laughs> um, honestly, it's pretty cool. I think it just needs to get cleaned up a little bit. Maybe add some shading, you know, highlights, slow lights. And, and a background. Yeah. What about those fingers? You know, we don't know what aliens look like. That's that could true. be an alien. Mm -hmm. An alien could have developed this, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Or a but demon. It could just be a selfie that they took and uploaded to the internet. True. Self-portrait. Mm -hmm. Everyone's got to have one of those. No, yeah, I think this is dope. Honestly, the biggest thing that I think helped ties my illustrations together is highlights and lowlights. Because really? it really makes it feel finished. Because that, it's very 2D. But when you add a little bit extra, it kind of like ties everything together. It's just but, the the cherry on top. Yeah, but that's dope. This is pretty cool. Um, Jake, do you want to tell people why they should vote for yours? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a salesman. I don't like salesmen. I sold it for him. Yeah, that's true. 
You're welcome. Basically everything you that we said product, about this. You don't have to sell yourself. Other people will sell it for you. Boom. There it is. How about this? Instead of voting for ours, send us the ones that you guys made and maybe we'll pull it up on the screen. Doll True. E, labs.openai.com. Um, it's kind of right. fun, though. It, it, it is fun. It's pretty it cool. Fun. Yeah. I can see how, uh, how like, it kind of took over. To like, be honest, I had to, I had to search different types of illustration because I couldn't tell you. <laughs> so it, at first I put, I think it was lithography. Oh my God, that looks interesting. I'll put a lithography, Lith- lithography, lithography, illustration of what I just put, and it would. It looked kind of weird. Really? Yeah. <laughs> the weirder, the better. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that's um, that's fucked with AI. They don't have like anatomical purport. They they never took a class where they had to look at a draw a, a naked a person. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it is a computer at the end of the day, so they're only generating ideas from pictures that have different proportions to human bodies that they're just basically like layering on top of each other to make or produce whatever you typed in. So last thing, (laughs) last thing about uh, AI, and then we'll get into the the PCL bar for today. Um, How do how do you guys address the AI in your lives? What do you mean? Alexa, Siri. How do I address them? How do you talk to them? Are you nice to them? I am very nice to them. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, We go back and forth a little bit. Depends. I fucking hate them so well, much. Siri, <laughs> Siri will give okay. me attitude. Yeah, if she I, yeah. If I give her attitude. I think so Siri's nice. more, like, I think Siri's dumber than Alexa. I think Alexa's smarter. Uh. Like Siri chooses to be dumb, so she yeah. doesn't get asked as much. Yeah. Alexa, it's like, turn on my lights, bitch. Nobody asks Siri yeah, to turn on the lights. I think that's I turn. I have Siri turn on my lights. Oh, T. Yeah. Damn. Okay. It's pretty, it's pretty sure, crazy. Sure it up. I, I don't like how I have to say, "Hey Siri, turn on the lights." Why? Like you words. just want to just be like, just Alexa, say, turn on the lights. Yeah, or just be Siri, turn on the lights. I have to say, hey, Siri, turn on the lights. Well, because if you're if you're just like if we're talking about Siri, she's not going to fucking turn well, on. Well, I mean, Imagine the if same with present, Alexa, too. It's just yeah. like, like how Alexa is like Alexa, turn the lights on. Oh, true. Yeah, but then she's always listening. Have you noticed that? If you have one of those, regardless. the other room, she's like, I'm sorry, what was that? And you're yeah. like, bitch, I'm not even in the room. And it's crazy that they know your voice. Yeah, scary. I mean, you, you tell them like, hey, learn my voice. Oh, look. Hey, Siri, turn the lights. My devices aren't responding. Um, all right. Scary. Well, last scary. thing I wanted to talk about uh, to tie it all back together is uh, PCL Bar. Um, that song is out now. You guys could listen to it, stream it everywhere. Um, we all kind of worked on this project together. Jake and I wrote the music, and Erica did the artwork. And what's good about that is that we were all bartenders. Yeah, so I think it's just kind of cool. You you're you currently bartend in Austin, right? Uh, yes, not as much as I used to, but I still oh, really? do. Yeah, I bartend at more of like a fine dining restaurant now than a okay. gay club. <laughs> oh, really? You know, different ends. Do you want to quickly tell us about the drink that you're going to be making for us? Yes, I actually learned this at the club that I used to work at. It's not my own. I don't want to take credit for it. Uh, but they call it the key lime pie shot. Uh, it's pretty easy to make. It's just absolute vanilla, lime, and simple syrup. 
tastes exactly like a key lime pie. It's super easy to throw down. So you're looking to get shwasty. That's <laughs> there you go. That's the answer. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, we know that the flight from Austin to Los Angeles was grueling, but we're so happy that you were able to join us on this podcast. Happy uh, to be this here. Is, this is episode two. Tell everybody where they can find you if they want to get art made by you. So easiest way to find me, ilpasta.com. I have a little area where you can submit if you're looking to work with me or collaborate with me. Um, if you see me through this podcast, let me know and we can work out some sort of deal. Um, I know as like a starting artist, it's budget's a little bit different. So we can always like work together on that. Um, cause I'm also, I consider myself amateur as well. So now you're pro look <laughs> um, at the website. She's pro. <laughs> yeah. So we can work together on something. That'd be really cool. Just mention that you saw me from this podcast and we'll, we'll make something cool. <laughs> cool. Well, Erica, thank you. It's been really fun. So now everyone grab their pen and papers and their shakers. We're going to make a PCL bar. Boom. Welcome back to the PCL Bar Biatch. My name's Erica. Today we're making key lime pie shots. One ounce of absolute vanilla. Say it again. One ounce of liquid. Simple. One ounce. What are you doing there? Shake. Shot. <laughs> I don't even think we, I think they just float it. Yeah. What are we saying? Cheers? <laughs> Cheers, Biatch. Cheers, Biatch. <laughs> no cats in there, right? No cat. No, no cats. <laughs> I don't know what key lime pie tastes like, but it tastes pretty good. That's pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> I think it's it's sweet. Good. It literally tastes like a bite of key lime pie. Welcome back, everybody. That was a fantastic time we had there with uh, Erica Heisler. Jake, what did you think of the key lime pie shot? Uh, it was probably the best shot we did, or we have done with PCO Bar. Yeah, I, I agree. That's definitely it's definitely up there. Um, it's it's bad when it doesn't taste like alcohol. Actually, I guess it's good, but it is bad because it's dangerous. Yeah, I agree. Like the like the gummy bear shots that we did. Ooh. Those are dangerous. Yeah. Uh anyways, on our Instagram last week we uh we posted the best pop punk band tournament bracket and we asked you guys to uh you know, to participate. Thank you for doing that. We want to know what what bands should have been on here what bands we missed. Um, and if you guys want us to keep doing this, you can let us know at speakpipe.com slash PCL. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. And it's not just not just about this uh, this tournament bracket. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Let us know what you think of the music. Let us know like any any suggestions on people who we think we should interview. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good call. Um, potential people to interview. Uh, just tell us what's up. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, once again, that's speakpipe.com slash PCL. Speaking of that, uh, we did get uh, we did get a speak pipe from uh, Chuck Stokes. Do you want to listen to that right now? Yeah, let's listen and then to we'll it. then we'll go through the the pop punk band tournament bracket. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, let's check it out. This is uh, Chuck Stokes. All right, Kyle. First of all, it is not fair to put Blink and Green Day and State Champs and Neck Deep in the same category. Those have to be in separate brackets. These are number one seeds in four different sections of March Madness we're talking. But it's Green Day and State Champs every time. Peace. Well, Chucks, thanks for tuning in. You're wrong. <laughs> I told him that. I was I'm just like, kidding. I was like, well, you know, I'm going to have to agree to disagree with you because mm-hmm. uh, there's no chance in hell. Blink-182. Yeah. 100%. Way over those those two that he mentioned. In that order, I would probably go blink, neck deep, state champs, Green Day. Really, hundred percent. Really, wow. Yeah. Um, I might do Green Day over uh, state champs. Yeah. The way that I put this pool together, I mm-hmm. I kind of wanted it. Like I I totally get what he's saying. Like you know, obviously, like Blink One Eighty Two is gonna fucking like get to the top. I think we could like pretty much predict what this tournament bracket is going to end up looking like at the I end. I do like you know? what you did for the, the other one, too. The for Offspring and some 41. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's I that's what that I'm saying. Was... I tried to, like, pair them up, like, how old or new they are, like, similar size, you know what I mean? Similar size, similar sound. The lady at L.A. Phil knows what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Blink-182, Green Day. I take Blink every 100%. every time. Every single time. Seven days out of the week, um, ten days out of the week, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Offspring and Sum Forty One. Who do you got? Who do you got there? Sum Forty One. Okay, yeah, me too. I do. I mean, me I do, I do like the Offspring, but yeah, for sure. Sum Forty One. Uh, Wonder Years, Newfound Glory. I don't know. It's kind of weird because they're like, like yeah, they're pop punk, but I think Newfound Glory. It's is different. Like. like like it I definitely different. had some, I definitely had some, uh, some emo bands in here. Who do you pick? I think just Newfound Glory because I don't really listen to Wonder Years that much. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I take Newfound Glory too. Uh, what's crazy though is that All Time Low and the Story So Far were both named after Newfound Glory songs. I did not know that. That's pretty cool. And then we got Neck Deep and State Champs. Mm-hmm. And we got Simple Plan and Good Charlotte. I really didn't want to fucking put Simple Plan on there. <laughs> But I was just like, fuck it. People will like that. And then we then we got pool two. Yellow card, bowling for soup. Who do you take there? Probably yellow card. Yeah, same. And then I don't even have to ask you who you take with four years strong and a day to remember. No, but I do like four that's years strong. That's a tough one though. I feel like that, that one I feel like that's just like not fair. That would be four that would be strong. such a fun show to go to. Four years strong and a day to remember. Yeah, that'd be sick. I bet they've played together. Um Probably. Bayside and Silverstein. Most people took Silverstein here. And then Knuckle Puck and Citizen. I take Knuckle Puck. I pick Puck. Knuckle Puck. So Matt Kariki's just put out a, a new album. And it's fucking sick, dude. It's like perfect, like perfect from here. Drive to the beach. It's fucking amazing. Uh, and then we got Movements and Point North. Who do you, who Point, do you take? Point North. Really? Yeah. I take Movements there. Taking Back Sunday and Brand New. Taking Back Sunday. Taking back Sunday for sure. So th- these were the results. So we got uh, Blink One Eighty Two is moving on to uh, go up against the Offspring. Then we got Newfound Glory going up against the Story So Far, and Neck Deep is going up against Good Charlotte. 
Then we got a yellow card going up against a day to remember. <laughs> and then we got Silverstein going up against Knuckle Puck. And then Movements going up against Taking Back Sunday. And that's where we're at with the bracket. Make cool. sure uh, make sure you guys uh, participate. Uh, and like I said, let us know if you want us to keep doing more of these. We could do Metalcore. We could do uh, Best Mohawks. Best Punk <laughs> Mohawks. We could do Best Drummers. Best, I don't know, whatever you, whatever you want to do. And for the newer bands, maybe we'll do the best band name. We'll see how we pair up against these people. Hell yeah. But we'll put the we'll put the actual acronym, Pussy Cocaine and Liquor. Absolutely. For sure gotta do P- that. People need to know that. All right, Jake. Well, uh, I think I think that just about does it for uh today's episode. It's been fun and it's been real. It's been real fun. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for today's episode. The PCL podcast is produced entirely by PCL. I want to give a special thanks to Erica Heisler for joining us on this episode. Uh, you can follow PCL at PCL underscore CA on Instagram, TikTok, wherever you get your social media. Um, our website is PCLBandCA.com. There you can uh, just stay updated with everything PCL, get yourself some merch, um, and you can get some bonus content from this very episode. You can hear unreleased uh, music, and you can get an exclusive behind-the-scenes look into our production. Uh, We got a new song that we're working on. It's very fresh. You can see it, warts and all, at pclbandca.com slash bonus content. Just go to our website. You'll see it there uh, in one of the drop-down menus. Five bucks a month, everything, whatever. You got it. Jake, how can people contact us? If you guys want to contact us, you can email us at pclbandcalifornia.com at gmail.com maybe you're a bassist maybe you're a drummer give us an email maybe you can be in the band then maybe you're a Tchaikovsky maybe you're a comer maybe <laughs> if you want us to play at your birthday party your bar mitzvah wedding whatever the fuck you want us to play at you can shoot us an email there too and if you guys want to leave any suggestions for our podcast you can go ahead and reach our customer service at www.speakpipe.com slash pcl go ahead and uh, leave us a voicemail and uh, some days uh, there's a there's a sexy lady on the other line, um, and she's answering calls, taking calls. Let us know what you think of the pod. Um, we're super excited to uh, give you guys some more episodes. Two weeks from now, we got Bailed Alpha. Um, they're going to be joining us in the studio. It's going to be great. Uh, Jake, tell them about Say I Want You before we before we head out. Say I Want You, new single. It's going to be released May 10th. There may or they may not be a little hidden surprise. So make sure you guys pre-save it and stream it. Stream the hell out of it on May 10th. Our current Instagram strategy is just shove shove these songs down your throat to hopefully make you come. We're going to fist like it Tchaikovsky. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you guys again for listening and watching. I am Jake Sperlin. I'm Kyle McGraw. This is PCL. Peace.